Hi, my name is Tina, and I talk a lot. A lot. So I figured I may as well put these vocal cords to good use. You know what? This isn't my first podcast, but it just might be my last. See, my passions are probably not unlike yours. They're plentiful and kind of all over the place. I can hardly be defined by one area of expertise when it comes to my business. And I love things like wiener dogs, a good game night, and books. All the books. So honestly, it just made sense to brand me. This brings us to the show. Tina talks a lot. I think you may just get a kick out of it. I think that increasing your circle of influence might be one of the most important keys to growing your business. And I say this because at any point in my business career, my entrepreneurship career, that I have paused on networking, connecting, getting to know more people, I will see a lull in my business about six months later. And I truly believe that this is something that we always continually uh, need to do if we want to see our small businesses uh, grow. When people tell me that they have uh, blown through their warm market (laughs) in any business, whether it be doTERRA or someone I'm coaching or connecting with or um, masterminding with, I I know that the problem um, isn't that they didn't once know enough people, it's that they didn't continue meeting new people. Anyone can grow a business. You have to be willing to continue to grow your circle of influence. So this, these actions, these things that I'm about to share with you and how to continue to grow your circle of influence aren't meant to be like slimy or fake, or I'm not telling you to create relationships um, that aren't authentic. Actually, I want you to do exactly the opposite. I want you to join groups and, and join and, and get connected in your community because you actually truly desire to meet and connect with more people. And uh, the intent isn't just to get, but also to give. So expanding your influence will not just help you build your business, uh, but it also will help you build your leadership skills, which you will need for the rest of your life. So the first thing in really increasing the circle of influence that you have is joining new communities. Uh, the ones that you're currently in, it doesn't mean ditch those and kind of push them off to the side because they're, they probably helped you get to where you're at, uh, but adding others could be really incredibly helpful. Uh, the very first one um, that has impacted my business the most is actually my church community. And I believe that this one has helped me grow you know, my business and also completely my leadership skills, just being involved. Churches need people and uh, people need churches. And so I do believe that this is the first stop in growing your influence. If you want to volunteer in a church, they will find a spot for you. And I highly recommend it. Volunteering uh, would be another way to uh, grow that circle of influence, not only in your church, but in other organizations. There are great organizations out there that need your help and support. And it is a really great way, like I said, not only to expand your influence, but also um, this will help grow your business, right? By expanding it and your leadership skills. Joining different clubs 
doing some attraction marketing would be another way, can just simply contributing online. I will often spend a good uh, section of my of my online time making sure that I jump into communities on social media that I want to contribute in because I want want to be a familiar face to the people within these groups. Uh, Some of them are networking groups that I'm already a part of, and I just want to, not just, but I want to be a part of their online um, presence as well and uh, be connected to that leader that's posting that, that content and the community that's within there. So speaking of networking groups, of course, this one is really incredibly obvious. Uh, There are networking groups anywhere online and in most towns, uh, there are uh, networking groups in your local town. We have a plethora of networking groups in our even small town of like 13,000 people. Uh, One that I belong to is called Refine. I actually interviewed Jen Amslander, who works for Refine on the podcast about 60 days ago, which seems so crazy. It's been so long, Um, but we went through in detail how to really network. And I'll put a link here uh, in the, in the um, show notes. Uh, There's ones like BNI and Toastmasters, your chamber of commerce, which is always great. And you know what, if your chamber doesn't have enough events where business owners are meeting, knock on that door and say, let's put some stuff together because there's business owners in every town. And generally there's a chamber of commerce. There are lunch and learns going on frequently and also mastermind groups. I just started one with a few women in my community. I also have a podcast on how to start a mastermind group, and I will put the link in the show notes. So once you meet these people in various ways from uh, church, church, volunteering, joining different clubs, doing online marketing, or joining networking groups, Here are some tasks that I highly recommend that you do once you're connecting with people. My favorite way is to grab a cup of coffee. Now, I know some people may say, I do not have time for cups of coffee with a ton of different people. I'm pretty specific with who I'm going to extend that offer of a one-on-one meeting with. I love it to be a win-win. Like I know I can connect people with this person and they can connect people with me. Um, It makes sense for us to Uh, get in a room together and meet in person. This is where the magic happens. This is where business happens um, is taking it from, you know, uh, church or volunteering or the clubs or the online and bringing it really one-on-one and creating that relationship. So first of all, once you meet this new person, like just be incredibly curious about them. I always let the other person go first when we are meeting. So if you have a coffee date on the calendar with me, just know I'm pretty much going to force you to talk first. Um, I like to do this for a number of reasons. I talk a lot. And if I start, I sometimes don't stop. And I'm just being completely honest. Um, Second is I really actually genuinely love to hear what other people have to say. And I want to know their stories. That's why I love interviewing people on this podcast. And so when they go first, I love to be able to add into the story rather than uh, kind of create it and start it. So make it about them, you know, and honestly, developing the skill of being just really curious about other people is a really, really good one to have. Uh, Just a little side note, the other, the other day. I was getting ready to go on a date with my, with my, t- my son, uh, Leighton, he's 11. 
And he was talking with my youngest daughter, Tenley, who's 10. And they were, they were talking about, you know, plans for the, the date um, that I was going on with him. And then my daughter was of course planning what we were going to do. Um, the two of us on our next date. And she loves going to movies. And that's kind of when she kind of gets stuck on something like that's what, what keeps going in her mind, you know? So she's like, we're going to a movie. And my son says to her, well, if you go to a movie, then you won't have any time to talk uh, to mom. And my heart was just like, you know, beating out of my chest, like how adorable. And I realized that we do, we, him and I do a lot of uh, dinner dates. And so he loves sushi and so do I. So we love going to sushi place. And I always pull out questions like kid questions to ask, and we'll go back and forth on questions. And oftentimes I'll even do this to kind of see what he does. Um, but I'll ask him a question. Of course, I've got it on my phone and I'll ask him a question and I'll start to move on to the next one. He'll be like, mom, you didn't go yet. He is just so incredibly curious about other humans. And I, I do believe it's, it's a lot because of, you know, kind of training him or teaching him in these date nights uh, to be curious. But can you even imagine if just one, there was a one-sided conversation there, right? So it's a good tat, like a good um, quality to have in all areas. Um, and I hope one day his future, future wife thanks me for it. Anyways, and if she doesn't, that's totally fine too. <laughs> But you truly are more attracted to people when you listen and you will be remembered. So be curious. Uh, next one is be teachable. So when you enter a new circle of influence, if you come in as the know-it-all, it's kind of icky. Like, of course, they want to know what talents you bring to that circle and, and what makes you you and all of those things. So I don't mean to like tell you to kind of dim your light by any means, um, but come in there and be teachable that you could learn from this group and listen and see where your input uh, would be actually needed. And so again, kind of be curious, let them go first, you know, and let yourself be teachable because there's a chance you don't know everything and that there is something you can learn within this new circle. Um, you will not be impressive if you know all the things I promise. The next one is be relatable, which are almost um, can be almost connected in the same kind of bullet point here. Um, again, you're not trying to impress people um, by being relatable. Like that's kind of actually setting you apart, right? In, in a not so great way. Um, by being relatable, you're going to really connect. Like it's going to help you connect, have a, um, you know, that connection point, like how, what's one thing that you have that's similar. Now, a lot of times when I sit down with people at coffee, they know a lot more about me than I know about them because I share my life really openly here on the podcast and also of course online. And so, um, sometimes they already have something that they relate with me on. And it's so fun as they sit down and say, oh, hey, how do you know this person? Or, you know, oh, my kids play hockey too, or whatever it may be, right? And it feels so good. And I know you know this feeling because I know it's happened to you before where someone will say that, right? And make you uh, feel connected and, and relatable. And the last one is to be generous. I love to connect people with someone. I think it's actually one of the best gifts you can give someone like, sure, I could potentially do business with the person I'm sitting across the table with, but what if there was someone that would even be a better connection point for them? 
Wouldn't that be awesome? So again, they'll remember you when they are meeting with that new person or they're using the knowledge that you shared. Um, they're going to be, ah, she was so generous with her time, um, with her connections and with her knowledge, just like share, share it. It will come back to you. I promise. It's definitely how I built um, my business by, you know, really being curious working. I mean, being teachable is something I'm always working on attempting to be as relatable as possible um, without really, you know, not being myself, like I'm not faking it or whatsoever. Um, and being generous, being generous with my time, being generous with my connections and my knowledge. And this truly is something to make time for, to really, really increase your circle and influence and, you know, once you decide you think you know enough people, <laughs> you're going to watch your business shrivel right up. We never really get to check the box of growing our circle of influence. And we always need to be meeting new people and connecting with new people. And if you're in business, this should excite you. There's always more people to help. There's always more people to connect with. And so I'm going to encourage you to find a new group, find a new spot to connect with and dive all in on those relationships because they will help you grow as a person and help your business grow as well. If this was helpful for you, I would absolutely love to hear from you. Jump over to hi at, or email me at hi at tinapettis.com or jump over to Instagram at Tina Pettis. You can find me online anywhere at Tina Pettis. I'm the one and only Tina Pettis in the entire world. It's probably a good thing. Uh, we will be back here tomorrow. We have like five days left of the Tina Talks podcast going 90 days in a row. After that, we will be back for two episodes every single week. I can't wait to kind of check this box on this crazy uh, plan of 90 podcasts in a row. It's been a blast though. Thanks for hanging with me.